This is Via Con Munoz with Natalia Munoz on 96.9 WHMP. Starting in 1915, the beginning of World War I, the Turkish government began the systematic extermination of 1.5 million Armenians. And every April 24th, they are remembered. And this past Monday, Gina Avazian organized the 17th annual Remembrance on Martyrs Day of the Armenians who were killed. We're going to be hearing from Jenna, and we're also going to be hearing from Northampton Mayor David Narkowitz and Mr. Popkin singing the Armenian National Anthem and a very personal story by Michael Garajan about his aunt Mabel. We begin with Jenna Avazian. Armenia is mostly a mystery to me, but some things I know. I know that somewhere hidden in the snow-packed peaks of Mount Ararat is an ancient ark. I know that the very first Christian churches were architectural marvels made from the stone that surrounded them for millennium. It's just unfathomable to me that, you know, one and a half million people could be systematically exterminated uh, from the face of the earth. And we, and it's just something that no, not many people know about. And to me, with all that's going on in our world, and uh, that if we can't understand and learn from history, that, that we're unfortunately destined to repeat it again. So I'm here in solidarity with some of my friends and, and just sort of the wider Armenian community to remind people about this and educate people about this so it doesn't happen again. We lost 10 people in our family, and um, I was inspired uh, when Jenna asked me to speak, and she pointed out a book that Sarah Omarshan had, and that book, I think it's about 600 pages long, has a list of a number of Armenians who made great contributions to our country. And um, she asked me if I would be interested in speaking on that topic. So I thought that I would speak not about myself as an inventor, but um, more about my Aunt Mabel, um, who I didn't know was the pioneer that she was when I was a young man. When I was a young man, a young boy, actually, I think I was probably six to eight years old, I had a dream. It's one of the earliest dreams I remember, and I was standing back in the uh, back of the farm, and I dreamt that I was looking up and saw an airplane flying over, and all of a sudden it started circling and began to land, and it landed at my feet, and it was kind of a model airplane, and I thought, wow, I thought they were bigger than that, and I never forgot that dream. And uh, I uh, was then re-inspired by flying years later when we used to have some uh, vendors that used to come to the farm and uh, they came from out of the area. We used to go down to the airport where they flew in on their private plane and I was always fascinated to watch that airplane land and people get out and get in the car and come to the farm. Enough so that years later I decided I wanted to fly myself, which I learned to do. But what really inspired me most about flight was when I found out that my Aunt Mabel was a pilot. Now, Aunt Mabel knew that her folks wouldn't be very happy about her being a pilot, so she would tell them that she was going to uh, a Sunday school after Mass on Sundays, 
and she would drive down to the airport to take flying lessons. Her folks didn't know this at all, and one day when she had completed her training so that she could solo, she said to her parents, uh, come with me, Mom and Dad, I want to show you something. So they drove down to the airport, and Mabel got out of the car and walked over to an airplane, jumped in and flew it away. <laughs> And her parents were quite alarmed by this, of course. And when she came back, the story goes that she got out of the airplane and her father said, I don't want you ever to do that again. But Mabel did it many times again. And in fact, Mabel was one of the youngest women pilots in Massachusetts back in the early 40s. Now, Aunt Mabel was so fascinated by flying which happens when you do that, that she began to round up other women to learn to fly as well. And in her enthusiasm, she started the Women Flyers of America in Boston, the first club. And eventually she had a number of followers. And what happened, these young women, eventually, a number of them went down to Sweetwater, Texas, and became part of the Women's Air Force Service Pilots. They were called WASPs. And what they were doing back then, because of the shortage of pilots, male pilots for the war effort, they got together and petitioned to fly for the Air Force, and they flew supplies around the United States while the men flyers went over to fly combat missions. And these were the first women in the history of the country to fly military aircraft. They were 1,102 of them. A number of them Mabel helped train and inspired. They were forgotten for many years. Time Magazine did a cover on one of them, I think it was 1950, she was sitting on the wing of an airplane with her pigtails. She was 16 years old in her flying outfit. And though they were forgotten for so long, in March of 2010, President Obama decided that they should be recognized. And as a group, they were awarded the Congressional Medal of Honor. So, they finally did get the recognition they deserved. And I was so very proud of Aunt Mabel for her part in that. And at one point in time, I was talking to my friend Bob Garvey, Sheriff Garvey. His wife was Jane Garvey, still is. Jane at the time was the administrator, the head of the Federal Aviation Administration. Her most famous order was to clear every airplane out of the sky of America after 9-11. She gave that command. And I was telling Bob about my Aunt Mabel. And he said, do you have a picture of her? And I said, sure. So I gave him a picture. And sometime after that, Aunt Mabel received this handwritten postcard on the stationery of the Federal Aviation Administration written by Jane Garvey. Dear Mabel, 
Michael Garrigan told me of your wonderful history in aviation. It is an inspiring lesson. It is because of women like you that there are more women pilots, air traffic controllers, and even a female administrator herself. Thank you for paving the way. Michael also tells me that you recently celebrated your 90th birthday. Here's a toast to your spirit and a toast to aviation. Sorry, sincerely, Jane Garvey. So Aunt Mabel did pass on, but she was very happy to have received that. And so today I bring her name up in memory. God bless Aunt Mabel. I'm wearing her flying wings. First time it's been worn by anybody else since 1940. And so God bless Aunt Mabel. And God bless all of those who you lost on those terrible events in 1915. Thank you. This is Via Con Munoz with Natalia Munoz on 96.9 WHMP.